Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. This newest episode breaks down the what and why behind the acquisition of Canarchy Craft Brewing Collective by Monster Energy. But before we get started, I would love if you took 51 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Monster Beverage Corporation, the maker of Monster Energy Drinks, is purchasing Canarchy Craft Brewery Collective, a craft beer and hard seltzer company, for $330 million in cash. What? Why? Okay, this shouldn't be that big of a surprise for those of you that consume my content regularly. The deal gives Monster a foothold in the alcohol market through a nationwide network of breweries and distribution connections. This has been a goal the energy drink company has long telegraphed. I've mentioned that reality in various pieces of content dating back several years, referencing that Monster Beverage CEO Rodney Sachs stated on an earnings call that they had an appetite for the alcoholic beverage market. Where did these comments come in June 2019? If you remember at the time, Monster and Coca-Cola were going through an arbitration around Coca-Cola energy. I believe strongly that this arbitration rocked the relationship boat a bit. Monster Beverage was coming up on the five-year non-compete clause with the Coca-Cola deal on acquiring or developing any non-alcoholic brands that were outside of energy drinks. That contractual language excluded alcoholic beverages. So it was a way to kind of publicly acknowledge that Monster Beverage intended to diversify its portfolio and hedge against its current strategy. In a July 2020 video, I explored kind of the various on-brand alcoholic beverage categories that Monster Beverage should develop or either kind of enter through an acquisition. It included hard seltzers, malt beverages, and spirits, but didn't include beer. And to be completely honest, until the Constellation brand's merger chatter from a few months ago, I hadn't considered Monster Beverage being interested in the beer or craft beer categories. I also hadn't considered them acquiring brewery operations, just kind of brand IP assets. I assumed that they would partner with a large alcoholic beverage company to make the product, distribute the product, and help market the product. That's what makes this mergers and acquisitions transaction so interesting with Canarchy Craft Brewery Collective. But before I get into more insightful information, I did want to thank the sponsor of this content, Ghost Energy. My personal favorite flavors of these Ghost Energy drinks is the Sour Patch Kids Blue Raspberry and the Warheads Sour Watermelon. You can learn more about these energy drinks at ghostenergy.com or grab a can at fine retailers like GNC, The Vitamin Shop, HEB, Quick Stop, Racetrack, and many more retailers. But let's kind of take a step back because I do want to explain who the heck Canarchy Craft Brewery Collective actually is. Founded in 2015, Canarchy is actually owned by Fireman Capital Partners, or at least they were, a Massachusetts-based private equity firm. The collective includes Oscar Blues Brewery, Wasatch, 
Brewery, Cigar City Brewing, Heron Brewing Company, Squatters, Craft Beers, and Deep Ellum Brewing Company, and all of their accompanying hard seltzer spinoffs. IRI tracked sales of Canarchy offerings were just over $140 million, which was down 11.4% year over year in 2021. Craft beer was actually only down 5.4% year over year. So a lot of that loss was coming from the hard seltzer side. But this was compared to an historic year in 2020 that saw 30.1% growth. So why did Monster Beverage buy and not build or partner to make its alcohol dreams become a reality? I think at the $330 million price tag, it was meaningful, but also not cumbersome on the balance sheet. At the last quarter reported, Monster Beverage did have over $1.7 billion in cash and cash equivalents sitting on its books with strong cash flow creation. This allows Monster to enter alcohol and stay independent at the same time. It provides them with an immediate launch pad from which to enter the alcoholic beverage sector. They will instantly have access to a fully in-place infrastructure, including human capital, distribution, and licenses, along with alcoholic beverage development expertise and manufacturing capabilities. I do caution that kind of overvaluing distribution of monster energy on kind of additional beer wholesalers might be a mistake because Molson Coors is betting on Zoa Energy, ABM Bev is betting on Ghost Energy, many other independent players have many options on their trucks already of energy drinks, including Red Bull. Regardless, there's more than enough meat on the bone for Monster, and it was likely too good of a deal to pass up. Additionally, Monster's acquisition of Canarchy further strengthens the reality in the current beverage landscape. Beverage companies are spending money to diversify their portfolios across alcohol categories and non-alcoholic offerings. While these were all strategic partnerships and not necessarily mergers and acquisitions activities, we've recently seen Coca-Cola and Molson Coors creating Topo Chico hard seltzer, Coca-Cola and Constellation Brands creating ready-to-drink cocktails through its Fresca brand, Pepsi and Boston Beer Company creating a hard offering under the Mountain Dew brand. But I do kind of want to shift this conversation a bit into the competitive landscape that Monster Beverage is walking into. There continues to be strong headwinds facing national and regional craft beer brands and more modest outlook for the trajectory of these brands in the years to come. Hard Seltzer was the beverage industry darling, but is now facing resistance as it cements its place in the mainstream market. Craft beer and hard seltzers are both maturing, yet popular categories where consumers have countless options to choose from and the list grows daily. That fragmentation would likely scare the shit out of most entrepreneurs and most acquirers, but Monster Energy already operates within a similar market dynamic. That means they likely have a ton of insights and tricks of the trade that could be used to boost sales of the existing Canarchy, Craft Beer, and Hard Seltzer brands. That being said, I still think Monster Beverage bought the expertise and resources first, and the brands were just kind of icing on the cake. Monster will leverage the name recognition of its signature energy drink and eventually develop its own hard seltzer product. So with this acquisition news, is the Constellation brand's potential merger dead? My opinion likely, at least for now, but I've been bearish from the start of this business combination. While the idea of the merger is fun and exciting to kind of think about, these companies would be far better off just entering into a joint venture 
or a strategic partnership. If you remember from a recent piece of content, I actually like Coca-Cola buying Constellation brands much more. It's kind of an insane notion to think about, but this keeps the Monster Beverage exclusive distribution contract tie-up going. They would also open themselves up for more holistic beverage IP combination that could include alcohol and cannabis. And I know the reality of this is kind of really low, but hey, it's fun to play out these strategic chess games in your head, right? One last kind of wild chess match to think about is something that's still brewing between Monster Beverage and the Coca-Cola company. Yes, they have a good relationship overall, but I still think there's kind of a three-prong fork in the road that's going on right now. Fork number one is that Monster Beverage stays steady and maybe even strengthens its partnership with the Coca-Cola company by developing alcoholic beverages with Monster's new acquired assets. And the second fork would be that Monster continues to build out a portfolio of non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages that diversifies away from Coca-Cola. And then the third fork is that Coca-Cola realizes it's time to go all in and fully acquires Monster Beverage. However things play out in the future, the Monster and Canarchy deal will certainly be an early case study to the converging beverage landscapes. Depending on the success, it will likely set off a domino effect of other deeper strategic partnerships and or acquisitions. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 